0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Toosey. Every human soul needs the possibility that what they are doing is not in vain.
1: Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. So glad you could be with me for this time together. Hey, I want to talk to you about hope and the, the value and the virtue of hope. You know, in our last podcast, I, I gave you kind of a rundown of our Ukraine trip, and uh, I want to talk to you about some revelation I got while I was there preaching and uh, some insight I felt like the Lord gave me uh, that I think has been uh, a blessing to me personally and my understanding of the scriptures and the way the Holy Spirit works. And I think uh, I've got a couple nuggets here for you, too, that will will cause you to... Uh, uh, maybe latch on in a way and and help others latch on. There's a lot of verses in the New Testament on hope. It's a solid subject, and it's worth exploring. And I would encourage you, if you're a Bible study or if you're a concordance man or woman, get it out and look at these words hope and see how central it is to the gospel. I'm just going to use one verse today from 1 Corinthians 9. And it's verse 10, he says, Or is he speaking altogether for our sake? Yes, for our sake. It is written, because the plowman ought to plow in hope, and the thresher to thresh in hope of sharing the crops. What he's talking about here in the context is that when they go out to minister, they hope that people will take care of them. You know, in our vernacular, that they would receive an offering for him. But if you really look into the the guts, the heart of what's being said here, he's teaching us that hope is a necessary human element that must be there. The farmer must plow in hope. I want that phrase to to resonate in you. The farmer must plow in hope. In other words, no matter what we're doing, when we're doing it, and how we're doing it, if hope is taken away in a just despair, we have no hope that our efforts will amount to something, then that leads to a very sad and a very depressed life. I want you to think about it. When we have no hope that our efforts will lead to something, then that's a very sad and depressed life. When we're looking at people that are, Uh, Not engaged in life. They've, They've given up. What have they given up? They've given up the hope that they're plowing, that they're planting, that they're watering, that their labor will ever see a harvest. They've lost hope. And when you lose hope, then you stay where you're at. So while we were in the Ukraine, we saw, you know, just tragic Uh, human uh, pain and suffering. And we would pull up into these towns that were waiting for food and they would set up the PA system and hand me the mic and say, preach. (laughs) You know, what do you preach to a bunch of people bundled up in probably the only clothes they have? They've come out of their homes or in some cases, not even homes, bunkers and to get a bag of food hopefully will last them a week. That's the goal for that bag to last them a week. Uh, What do you preach to those people? Uh, You preach hope to them. (laughs) You remind them that their efforts are not in vain. You remind them not to give up and you remind them that you're here to encourage them not to give up. One of the ways I've always translated hope versus faith or how hope and faith work together in, for me uh, is simply this. Hope says it's possible. Faith says it will happen to me. Hope says it's possible. Faith says it will happen to me. So when you begin to stir the pot, you're stirring the pot of hope. You're stirring the pot of hope to these people that it's possible for your body to be healed. It's possible for your life to be healed. It's possible for you to have your family back. It's possible to live in a home where you're not fearful that it's going to be bombed or machine gunned. That's a hope that's out there. And we came to embody that hope. We came to bring you a, a bag of food and to share uh, our love with you. We want you to join in. We're hoping with you. We're encouraging you. We're saying that that it's it's okay to go back to work. We're saying go ahead and rebuild. Uh, you know, put your faith in God. That is that is hope. Every human soul needs the possibility. That what they're doing is not in vain. And I think a light honestly really went on in me to a whole new level of just how valuable hope is. I mean, I'm kind of a hands-on person. I'm kind of a get out of my way or help me do one or the other. You know, like let's do something tangible for somebody. Don't don't say depart, be ye warmed and filled. Uh, but I really I think got a revelation of how valuable, how intrinsic, how necessary hope is to the human soul. Just the possibility that my efforts will lead to something. That I'm just not trying to stay alive for another day, but I'm going to start thinking about next week and the week after. I'm going to start planning as if I'm going to be here. I'm not just hanging on to survive. And then I think when you stir the pot of hope, then I think faith becomes something that can be digested, that can be considered. Uh, It's not just for somebody else. And uh, you know, I challenged one group of refugees who had lost everything. They were in a refugee center. a center was a church. They were living in a church. And uh, they had lost everything. These people weren't there because they wanted to be there. They were there because they had nowhere else to go and nobody else to take care of them. And and I said, it might be hard for you to comprehend the love of God because you feel like you've lost everything. But if you're going to ask that question, here's another question you're morally responsible to answer. Uh, what about now? What about the fact that here you're sitting with people that don't know you, didn't know you before this happened. They've opened their hearts, opened their lives, opened their church, opened their homes, and and now they're they're you know they're taking care of you. I'm here to share the gospel with you, which is the ultimate hope. I really challenge them on answering that question. If you're going to ask the one question of why have all these terrible things happened to me, and it's it's not an illegitimate question, you also have to ask the other question: why am I still alive, and why am I here, and why these people care about me? Okay, see that's I believe that's the that's the stirring of hope, and I'm saying all this to say to you. That we are ambassadors of hope, that we bring hope to people, when we tell them that God loves them and God cares about them, there is a hope in them. Uh, many of these people, I'm sure, really are wrestling with that. If God loved me, why would all these incredible, horrific things that we can't imagine happened in my life? And hope just doesn't say that God loves you. Hope says that He wants you to experience that love and to walk in that love and if they can begin to believe that about other people and usually that's how faith starts you start thinking about oh you hear a testimony from somebody or you read something in scripture that happened to them that's hope that can happen to me now we're now we're beginning to move in faith so i i guess i just want to encourage you on, on the on the validity of bringing hope to people even if it's sometimes you are you are very uh empty handed, <laughs> that your your pockets aren't full, that you don't have the latest Bible answer verse to solve all their problems and you can't put their scrambled eggs back in a shell. But in spite of that you come and you become a minister of hope and your goal is simply to remind them that if they plow, God will honor their plowing. That's what the apostle Paul was saying was was the was the motivation of like just don't take our hope away, you know, because we we have to live too, and we want to see that we're having an effect, and and we're having an effort, and you know, on the ministry side of things, that's why I think a lot of people burn out and give up, because they don't see the results they're hoping for, but I think they discount the hope they're sowing into people, so we have a message of hope, Hallelujah. And when I would start preaching, I would just say, I bring you greetings from America and that people love you there. They're praying for you. You're in their thoughts. They're sending this food to you. But more importantly than that, I bring you greetings from heaven, from the God of heaven who loves you and cares about you and that you have a future. And these people standing around me today are here because they love you and care about you just to stir that hope in them to live for another day. What a treasure, what an honor that is for us to hand that to somebody. And listen, they don't have to be in bombed out buildings. They can just have a bombed out life. Okay. And there's people all around us like that. But I just want to encourage you today to be a hope spreader, to be that person that seasons people's ground with hope and encourages them. Keep plowing, keep plowing. Don't quit now okay that's what the apostle paul was saying and look up some of those verses in hope and there's just so many good ones i mean you could just you know have a hope festival with all that stuff good good meat in god's word for that hey this is keith Tusi, and i want to encourage you to be in hope god loves you there's hope for you keep committing your path to the lord and i believe he will lead you in the name
0: Hope says it's possible. Hope doesn't just say that God loves you. Hope says that he wants you to experience that love and walk in it. We are ambassadors of hope, and it is an honor to stir up hope in someone. Be a hope spreader today. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip the leaders to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.